the somber day again falcons lose in the caesar superdome to the new orleans ain't 18 to 21 and bo just to get right into it i think we found out yesterday that i mean we already knew this but i think a lot more of the world uh, of Falcons fans found out yesterday that the sole problem wasn't just the quarterback and that we have other problems besides the quarterback, too, that definitely can affect the quarterback play in a negative way. Receivers weren't able to get separation. Um, we have to do certain protections just to give the quarterback time to throw to receivers who aren't getting separation. There's just a lot more problems than the quarterback. Now, I will say this. The quarterback wasn't necessarily a solution yesterday. I'm not going to say, you know, Desmond Ritter was a solution yesterday, but you have to remember he was getting his first ever playing time and his first career start in a very hostile environment that had playoff implications behind it. So a tough situation for Desmond Ritter to come into. And all things considered, I wouldn't say he did a bad job, but again, he wasn't the solution yesterday either but the main point being Bo uh this Atlanta Falcons team has a lot of holes a lot of things to work out yeah look I don't think Desmond Ritter lost you the game yesterday not at all uh, I don't think there was a big difference in Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota to be honest the last few weeks honestly I thought right. Ritter did some good things yeah um the deep ball is still not there Patterson didn't run a great route on the first one uh, Alameda quit. I don't say quit, but, but pulled. You know, slowed down on a route on a on a on a, on a deep ball. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of ridiculous takes and idiot just ignorance right now <laughs> on, on social media and in the in, in some people talking heads on on radio stations and everything that I've heard. I mean, there's just a lot of ignorance out there. Oh well, he's clearly not the guy. The hell did you see? Right. You, you know, this it. is the problem that everyone had is everyone wanted to blame it, all the problems of this football team on Marcus Mariota. And, and yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see Ritter, Ritter, Ritter. And you yesterday you saw that the limitations that Marcus Mariota was dealing with uh, that, that you mentioned, uh, you pointed out uh, when we started, are still there. One yeah. player is not going to mask all of that. What what I thought Desmond Ritter gave you was a little bit more accuracy in the in the short passing game, mm. and honestly, when the game was on the line, Desmond Ritter made the throw. He made a yeah. tough um, throw, a money clutch throw on fourth and five. On and which on, on the throw he's being pressured. By the way, too, he's being pressured. Well, yeah, hell, you're always pressured when you yeah. play quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. What's what's <laughs> new about that? So suddenly that's going to change. That's been the I mean that's been the way for the last. 30 years, uh, every, all of my fandom, you know, the years we had a decent offensive line and pass protection, the team either went to the Super Bowl or went deep in the playoffs. So, right. um, so I don't want to hear, you know, I, I've got guys tell me, well, he's clearly not the guy. Look, he looked lost. No, he didn't. He looked like a rookie making his first start in a hostile environment. And by the way, at the end of the season, it's just he made a play and your number one draft pick fumbled the ball. Coughed yeah. it up. There's no other way around it. One, no one play doesn't lose you the game. But when when you needed him to, he stepped up, and you didn't get anything nope. from anybody else. So 
That was a drive that started on your 10-yard line, and you ran the ball, you ran the ball. You had a chance to go win the game there or at least tie it and get it to overtime, and you just could you know, you had a guy that coughed the ball up. That happens. But I think yesterday there was, it was a rude awakening for all these people that blamed everything on Marcus Mariota. That was one of my main takeaways from yesterday. All you guys wanted to blame it all on one player, and we sat here and told you, and now you're telling me why the other guy who you <laughs> cried for for 14 freaking weeks sucks. He doesn't suck. He's young, and he's not going to mask all of the issues that this team has uh, th- based on the fact that this front office and, and coaching and our administration was handcuffed at building the roster due to almost $80 million in dead cap. But we don't want to pay attention to any of that. No, we we just want to be, you know, some of us just want to be Falcons fans that are never happy and always complain about the quarterback, even though we cried for that quarterback and we wanted one kind of quarterback and we got that kind of quarterback and then we didn't like that quarterback and want another quarterback and we got that quarterback and we still don't like anything. So that's how some Falcons fans just are going to do. You you never make them happy. But I want to switch sides real quick, Bo, because looking at it, and I'm and towards the end of the game, the defense definitely played well, and the defense definitely stepped up. But the defense got off to a slow start, Bo. I mean, you give up, you know, you, you get down in the, the the 14-0 hole, and, you know, that isn't all on the defense. But the defense did get off to a slow start. I mean, Lorenzo Carter said as much yesterday when he was doing his post-game interview with uh, Dave Archer. Why do you think the defense – is starting so slow. And I'm not just talking about today because, um, I mean, yesterday, because I know we had the incident with uh, Dean Pease and, you know, thank God Dean is okay. And, you know, he was able to um, get out of the hospital and, you know, fly back home with you guys last night. But this has been a thing over the past couple of weeks that the defense is getting off to a slow start. Now they step up and they make stops when you really, really need them to. And I appreciate that. And they, and they get key sacks and key stops when you need them to, but, What's with the slow starts? Because that this has started to become a little bit of a pattern over the past couple of weeks, do you think? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's again. It's it's just another thing that we we pick and choose when we want to talk about it. I've heard for the last four weeks that the defense is winning, helping you has had you in games that your offense couldn't win you, and and I've been trying to and you know we've talked about it. I've been trying mm-hmm. to tell people this defense has not been good like people think. No. This is an ultimate bend don't break defense. For sure. And they're not they're not helping you with the um with with giving up so many yards on first down. That's what's killing this team is losing you're losing on first down. You cannot give up chunk plays. When this defense mm-hmm. is a majority of the time when this defense is able to get teams in the second and third and, and medium and long, you're getting off the field. Right. <clears throat> Yesterday uh, you were. It looked like they were playing. I'm. I, you know. Again, I don't want to anger anyone who will tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, this looks like uh, it looked like they were playing a matchup zone defense yesterday, and 
uh, you know, it's basically a zone that turns into a man defense where somebody comes into your area and you just take them and you go with them. And then, you know, you can vacate the area. That's my knowledge of it. I could be wrong again. I don't know. I'm sure there's some expert somewhere that want to tell me why I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, you know, that being said, it, it it's – um. Yesterday, you got picked apart on the first drive, which we've seen happen in this team. Yeah. In the second drive, what? And this is my, um, this is part of squid sequences, so it'll be a mm-hmm. shorter squid sequence because, um, this is this is one of those things that happen where basically Richie Grant, it's a post route, oh yeah, uh, and Richie Grant gambles and he mm-hmm. makes a really bad gamble. It was. Yep. A bad, it was a bad decision by him. If you're gonna, you know, Arch talked about it, if you're gonna make a play on that ball, you got to knock it down. And he was, that's on him. So again, this great defense that everyone wants to talk about made a bad play. Um, and once, you know, I thought that they did a little bit better job, but they still gave up 130 yards on the ground. Yeah. And they still, you know, they still don't have an answer for whatever Taysom Hill is. Um, and by the way, Taysom Hill's the one that throws that pass, that that touchdown pass. I mean, mm-hmm. so it it that that hurts you early, and then you you did you know you gave up fourteen in the first half or the first quarter, and basically the first two drives of the game, and then you were able to kind of stand pat hold. Now they you were able to get a turnover uh, yep. deep in your own territory where they were driving looks like they're going to make it they might i mean that looked like they were really just going to just take the game right and go forward probably the most disappointing drive for me was the first one of the second half for the saints where you've you've now come out on the opening drive went right down the field uh after you know um an overturned uh, turnover which was which was the right call but right. um and you make it 14-10 and your defense lets them go right down the field Make it back to twenty one ten, and then mm-hmm. uh, you had to turn around, and so that just—I thought that was to me the uh, as bad as the first two drives were. You were able to kind of overcome and get yourself back in the game. To me, that that drive that was the one that just really hurt the most because that basically that was the difference in the game, really. Yeah, and I want to say this too. Why why you brought it up? I am so sick and tired of seeing Taysom Hill. I mean, he's literally that one guy on on the Saints that no matter what, it does not matter where we are playing. It does not matter. Well, we're never going to play in tough conditions against the Saints because we're in a dome and they're in a dome. But it really does not matter the the time, the day, the 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 standings, whatever. Taysom Hill always kills us, and he has always killed us since he's been a New Orleans Franken Saint. And I'm so tired of seeing Taysom Hill. And I hope, hope, pray to whoever that we can one day figure out how to stop this guy because we have not been able to stop him through however many regimes Taysom Hill has been with the Saints for, I mean, it's just, oh, it, it really just irritates me. 